When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Allegheny River. I like how you add another H in. Like it's A L L E G H H E N Y. Allegheny River. That's how it's pronounced. I talked to a Yinzer and he said, Yep, that's right. Allegheny. Yeah, it's me, Rocky Balboa. And I'm swimming that, in the Allegheny River. That's Philadelphia. Rocky was in Philadelphia. Me and, me and Rocky and Ben Roethlisberger walk into a bar and everybody goes, hey, how you doing? Me, Rocky, and Peyton Manning walk yeah. into a bar in Pittsburgh. The liberals lose their minds. Sylvester Stallone somehow makes $10 million. That's my idea for a movie. You ready to start the podcast? <laughs> Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that knows that the scary Godmother movies are way better than anything. That crap that Disney Channel puts out on a on a, a hood Halloween town. I hate that junk. Scary Godmother. The scary Godmother? Scary Godmother all the way. It's your boy. I've never heard of this. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. Scary Godmother goaded. I don't care for for Halloween Town. I don't care for what is what's the other one that everybody liked? Hocus came Pocus. Out was a sequel. Hocus Pocus. I've seen Hocus Pocus. There are a lot of other words I could use to describe Hocus Pocus. I don't care for um there's other ones, you know, the Halloween gotcha. that they come out with. I don't care for the Halloween specials that they did for Sweet Life of Zack and Cody or the Wizards of Waverly Place. I'm not watching those. Sure. Are you referring to the series of children's books and comic books by artist Jill Thompson or the Scary Godmother Halloween Spooktacular, the, the 2003 God- computer yeah, animated yeah, Halloween yeah. comedy film series based on the series of the same it's name the second by one, Jill the Thompson? Second the second one, the second one, the second one. Gotcha. And they made a Scary Godmother 2. Really? Yeah. It's pretty Man, funny. Man, this is... It's all-time comedy. We should react to it live on stream. Actually, that'd be really we fun. Is it, it on Amazon Prime? Let me look on Amazon Prime right now. It's probably on YouTube. It- if it's on Amazon, if it's on YouTube, we will get uh, banned. Banned.com? Uh, let's see. Can I, can I, can I, the Revenge of Jimmy is what the Scary Godmother 2 is called. You can get the DVD for $97 on what? Amazon. Yep. Uh, can I? How this many, is a really hot commodity, huh? It really is. It's not available to stream, unfortunately. Well, we can reenact it. We can read the script back and forth. Uh-huh. <laughs> a live reading. My goodness. That's very funny. Anyway, you've never watched the scary... I looked forward to those every year as a child. No, I never watched the, I never watched the Halloween. It was like a, reverse, it was like a reverse Narnia, where a little girl is skipping around and her... Her older brother's mean friends lock her in a basement, and she meets this big monster with bugaboo eyes, and he sure. takes her. He takes her to an alternate place where the bit is just over and over again. People keep coming over for this party. Vampires show up. She's afraid. She realizes they're not that mean. Skeleton shows up. She's afraid. She realizes they're not that mean. Witch shows up. She's afraid. She realizes she's not that mean. So it just kind of does that for a, a real while. Real landscape of dragons we got here. It, it really is a landscape. Michael O'Brien, but he's seen this. Him, I, yeah, he watched it and he said it's good. <laughs> Me and Michael O'Brien watched I, the I, Halloween spooktacular. I sent him an email when he used to operate michaelobrien.com and he said specifically, and I quote, the scary godmother Halloween spooktacular film <laughs> and the scary godmother Jimmy's Revenge are both high quality films for Good. kids of all ages and adults. Uh, and then he said, cheers, and he Venmoed me 50 bucks. <laughs> what a guy, Michael O'Brien. He, he Venmoed me 50 euro or whatever they use in Canada. 50 quid. Boy, <laughs> gonna play some footy and buy some maple syrup with my 50 quid. <laughs> oh, you got Justin Bieber at the Toronto Film Festival and all hey, that. Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey and all that. <laughs> Mike Trudeau. 
<laughs> oh yeah that's i mean that's pretty good for canada i think we're gonna burn down some catholic churches and all that <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna seize the monasteries and we're gonna sell it to the kings in it <laughs> in it it's <laughs> uh, pretty sweet man spectacular man what's been happening what's the news it's it's Dude, halloween you are like exclusive. <laughs> you are exclusively just forehead right now. What do you mean? <laughs> the, the, the image that I'm seeing on my screen is yeah. just. <laughs> Why are you laughing? All headroom. Yeah. No and leg this, room. And, There's and no leg Not room. even in the lower third, and like the lower fifth of the screen, right in the middle, is just half of Ethan's face. This podcast is not known for its leg room, okay? <laughs> it's known for its headroom. Sometimes it's elbow room. Sometimes it is elbow room. Let me tell you something. I got a wife these days, and she's, yeah. and we are... <laughs> big wife guy over here. I am. Big, uh, big about to be a dad guy over here. I've, I've learned something, because sometimes my wife will, will leave, because she's eight and a half months pregnant, Indeed. almost nine months pregnant. She leaves Crazy. and she goes and sleeps on the couch sometimes in the middle of the night. Oh, uh, yeah. And I've realized that I'm like so this whole pregnancy I've been like I can't disturb my sleeping wife because I just mm-hmm. I've like trained myself to to curl and clench uh my limbs and arms yeah. to sure. like keep them in a tight little bundle so you could package me up pop me on a truck send me away like yeah. that's kind of what I do at night and then <laughs> I, fit, I fit I ship baby. <laughs> I ship my pants yeah from that commercial with Coles and yeah, I got, I got, I got two pairs of pants coming in from Old Navy. I, I'm shipping my pants right now. I'm shipping my pants. Yeah. What a funny advertising campaign that was. Hilarious. I, I think more. Like, I think I more companies it. should do poop-related humor. Uh, but anyway, when she gets up and I real, I have the whole bed to myself. I've realized <laughs> how like how my elbow. You just said elbow room. I realized how yeah. much of it that I am depriving myself of. Sure. Or I'm being deprived of because when she leaves, I kind of stretch out and I, I'm not sleeping well. And then as soon as I stretch out, I like kind of fall asleep face down in like a starfish sort of position. Yeah. And then she comes back to bed and I have to kind of go back to my curled and clenched, uh, you know, if I ship, I fit type type position. Um, Indeed. I'm very um, excited for you, the baby to come for this, this reason. Are you familiar with the uh, dimensions of a queen size bed? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what the dimensions of a queen size bed are? Yeah, it's about one one of me, <laughs> and about one of my wife, and then lots of space in between. Little space between, and then kind of a couple inches at her feet, and then you get the you take that you cube it, and that's how yeah. much. Yeah. So it a, is. A, a a queen size bed is about six and a half feet long. Okay. Um, I am six and a quarter feet long, so we got like a quarter of a foot left okay um and so if you understand if you know things about the human body proportionally, yeah <laughs> generally your your wingspan is is your height and so like unless my, you're an nba player and you have yeah, a seven it, foot wingspan when you're six six or something it's crazy like Kawhi leonard so my my wingspan is about six feet as well oh. and the width of a queen size bed is five feet long Oh, it's not as long as the length. No. And so it's a I I was laying down, I plopped down on, on my bed one Friday night. I plopped out and I, I, I did star, I did Patrick Starfish. That's you got a, a you got a queen size bed? Side note? I have a queen size bed. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know are you are, do you have some crunch sponsorships that I don't know about? For a queen size I've always, bed? I've always had a queen size bed since I was a kid. Jeez. Since I was in high school, yeah. That's crazy, dude. But so I guess I guess like my entire life I never realized. So I usually like I sleep like right on the edge on my side. I don't take up very much like surface area of the bed. Yeah. But I plopped down on Plop. the bed and I, I I like did my starfish thing and I was like, I am the size of a queen size bed. Why oh. do I still have a queen size bed? <laughs> Dang. I have the same Are you bed that I've had. On it though. I mean, yeah. It doesn't sound like you are. There are some. There are some days where I'm like, like that, like when when Phoebe was pregnant and she needed a lot of room. Mm-hmm. I was like on the edge, and I was like, "Oh, that's actually is kind of uncomfortable." But you know, it's fine. Can I you tell know, we, you something? We got to get sponsored by one of those mattress companies. We do need to get sponsored by the. Is there are there any Catholic mattress companies out there? You know, uh, it's, it's called it's, Catholic 
Catholic match. Catholic mattresses. Short for mattresses. Um, whether it's procreative or unitive, we're here for you. Oh, it's hopefully pretty, it's both. Pretty good, right? <laughs> the slogan is just make sure it's both. Make sure it's both. Um, what would a, what would a Catholic a Catholic uh, a Catholic mattress company is like? I don't know. Don't hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it. Give me a second. Oh, I'm right there. <laughs> why why count the 99 sheep when you can just count the one sleep with there you us. go that's good it's, that's it's, good it's, it's the lost it's the lost sheep mattress company i like it yeah um yeah, yeah, yeah. the shepherd and they have like instead of like instead of like traditional sizes yeah they have like a, they have like a, a mary queen and like a christ is king size sure. bed and then um yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what I was going to comment on because this is a genius idea, and anybody can message us and ask for how much money it's going to cost to take our ideas and use them for their own mattress company. It's the 10 twin times. size beds are Cosmos and Damien. That's very good. But what I wanted to say was, I don't like the way that beds are sized. No? I don't like this. No. What's the biggest bed that there is, Patrick? California King. I think it's called an Emperor in some states. I don't think so. I think there's an emperor-sized bed. Oh, it's an Alaskan king here too. Oh, there's a emperor. Hold on, Alaskan king and Wyoming king. I'm also seeing Alaskan king, Wyoming king, and then emperor king and then super king. <laughs> How many people can fit on an emperor bed? Don't ask that question. You don't need to know. An Alaskan <laughs> king is just than... a square bed. I like this. So this is the order that we've just determined. It goes All Alaskan King, Alaskan King, Wyoming King, Emperor, King, Queen, Full, Twin XL, Twin. So small single crib. That's what I got. Small single crib. So let's just talk about this for a second, because according to the freaking mattress scribes. <laughs> The highest, the highest authority, authority in the land is the is the king of Alaska. He's the guy that <laughs> controls it all. Second There's to a, him, did, did you did you see the Olympic queen? I didn't see the Olympic queen. No, there's an Olympic queen. Second to him is the is the king of Wyoming, who apparently rules with a mighty fist. And then you have the emperor, which in theory should supersede all of the kingdoms. Yeah. But for whatever reason, the Alaskan king and the Wyoming king are so powerful in their individual kingdoms that you have the emperor. And then you go down to just the king who has no land that he rules over. The queen, <laughs> presumably his wife. And then full. We, d- we just lose the plot. You could have gone. You could have gone Joker bed. You could have gone Jack. Jack. You should have 10. Ace. Or, um, or you could have done Jester. I'll do you one better. Tell I found me. Squire. Uh, I found a I found a California King that's okay. uh, eighty four inches by seventy two. So yeah. it's it's yeah it, it, that is longer than it is wide. Um, a ninety eight foot by eighty bed. So that <laughs> it's over eight feet long. Okay. <laughs> um, that's called a Super King. A super then there's king. the Large Emperor. Which is eighty four by eighty four by eighty four, which is a seven foot long bed. Yeah, and then you have an eighty seven foot bed long, but its its width is longer than its length, so it's ninety six inches long. What the heck? So it's like it, it is like eight and a half feet, and then um, or no, that is eight feet. And then there's a long single and a king single. Yes. So there's a king bed that's a single king bed. And it's eighty inches long. I found I found an interesting an interesting infographic that shows people <laughs> on the beds. Though. Oh, okay. And the Alaska King. My apparently... mom said I'm not allowed to go to those websites anymore. <laughs> it's they're they're little they're sh- shadow figures. All right. You're Even nasty. worse. <laughs> apparently, apparently RV queens and RV kings are also. <laughs> but I don't. Is that is that's that what Reagan a, was talking a, about? That's like the 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 politically correct way to say redneck. Exactly. <laughs> my all my RV kings and queens out there. I don't know why a person would need a bed that is wider than it is long. Unless you're trying to put the whole family on that. Yeah, thing. I mean, one fell out and bumped his head. Mom called the doctor, and the doctor said, "Get a bigger bed." 
No more RV queens. No more, in no this more bed. RV queens jumping on this bed. You need to buy yourself an Alaskan king. There it is. <laughs> the, it's, it's the size of an RV. It's insane to me that Texas has not found out about the existence of the Alaskan king and challenged it with a bed that is just one inch bigger, both lengthwise and widthwise. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it apparently. Who decides? Apparently, the Alaska king is 12 feet wide. <laughs> Goodness. Not long. It's eight feet long. Yeah. It's 12 feet wide. So just in case, honey, I'm tired of, of having separate bedrooms for the kids. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You want to put Sally and Johnny in the same room to like save space. He goes, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about separate bedrooms for just the children. Yeah. I would like to put, I would like to get rid of our kitchen table and I would like to place an Alaskan King mattress and you and me and Sally and Johnny and little Billy, we're all sleeping in the same bed. We're going to be a family. <laughs> we're going to be <laughs> family. Gosh darn it. <laughs> we're a family. I, gosh darn it. I like, I like the idea of I want my – I want my uh, – I, I can see two people, two types of people buying an Alaskan king. One type of person is someone who has an insane amount of money and yeah. just can't Not. figure out what to do with it. So right. they just buy a gigantic – gigantic- could you imagine changing the sheets on a 12 12- – foot wide bed one would presume that you would have a help to uh to change the sheets i know but someone still has to do it yes but if you have enough maids then they can all kind of you four at once you know make it very sure easy. i guess if that's you fair. if you have a 12 foot by eight foot mattress you should have at least four maids i will <laughs> one for each corner one for each corner <laughs> can you imagine like walking like 12 feet's pretty long it's like you put you put it on the corner and you walk to the other corner it, and you and pull it, it, it like off. flips off the end you're just like gosh that's a funny that's good it's <laughs> a good bit right that's, great. that's but then the other that's kind of person i can see is yeah. someone who has so many kids they just don't know what to do so they so, definitely don't have maids again yes. that solves the sheet changing it problem does, now yeah, that i think about it kids. but it's like you know what okay listen we're putting all of your clothes in uh, we're putting we're putting all of your we're putting like a row of dressers outside the hallway. You guys are just gonna get dressed in the hallway, and we're gonna take the wall off of the exterior of the house, and we're going to put in <laughs> an Alaskan king bed yes. <laughs> on the floor, and well, that's where you guys are going to sleep because we can't afford beds. I bet for that you they people. sell them like rolled up and inflatable. You know, I don't. I doubt that they do that. Why? The package would have to be twelve feet long. Correct. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh wait, no, it wouldn't have to be twelve feet long. It'd have to be eight feet long. Eight feet long, and because they just, roll it. And you know how thick that roll up depends would be? on which way they roll it. Dang. Honestly, which way do you think they'd roll it? Do you think it's harder to roll it eight feet or twelve feet? Put in the comments well, how long. Comments, <laughs> vote on your phones now. But they, they call that the Alaskan stogie. Is when you roll up yeah. your Alaskan king mattress and ship it in a tube. I know someone who can do that in one draw. Really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. The Berean, eight feet at eight. The Berean giants in the tundra sometimes intercept the the trucks and and do actually smoke those as heaters. Um, Sorry, we've what? lost a lot of our inventory to the giants in the tundra. <laughs> I, I, I like the implication they only sell Alaskan kings in Alaska. Yeah, what is the what is the the cultural the cultural force America has become that our states are the ones by which we measure large mattresses? That's I don't know, and especially. If it was Texas, I would understand, right? Because Texas has a bit of an, an international brand, as it were. Well, I mean, so does California and Alaska, but no, Wyoming? No, no, Alaska does not. Alaska, no, no professional sports teams, no college sports teams, no famous movies are set there. They have no crypto. <laughs> <laughs> L plus ratio, L plus, ratio plus, ice. plus bald. It's, it's, a terrible, <laughs> it's a terrible state. If for as big as it is, you'd think they would have more going for it. Oil. Yeah. Sarah Palin. Mm. Russia. No. No, no Russia. No Russia. Air Force bases. That's about all that. It, Johannesburg. North Pole. North Pole's Alaska? not in Alaska, brother. North Pole is in Alaska. It's not, though. <laughs> then how come all the toys I got were American toys? <laughs> what do you... Is the North Pole in Alaska? I thought There it was... is a place called North Pole, Alaska. Well, yeah. I would just Google and a guy North named Pole. Santa lives there. A guy who legally changed his name to Santa Claus lives there. We live in a clown world. We do. Did you see, speaking of living in a clown world, and we don't need to wade into this, um, but did you see the, uh, 
some there was a uh, a Jewish rapper making a diss track of Kanye West, like a Kanye oh, West. Oh come diss on, track. just leave him alone. Just let him video. have his meltdown. I saw someone like filming the recording of the video, and it looks like they just have hired a bunch of people to wear like the traditional Hasidic Jewish garb, and these oh, guys gosh. wearing uh, a kippah or a yarmulke or whatever. A yarmulke, yeah. I don't know what to call it. Um, but he's running around and he's like rapping about Kanye West. And then there's all these dudes just kind of milling about. And I'm like, this can't be the right way to, to, to return fire. You this know? ain't it. Like, <laughs> it's just. It's that someone, sounds like you're describing a weird Al Yankovic video. Well, someone tweeted, on, someone tweeted something. They re, like quote tweeted and said, we are living in a South Park episode. <laughs> <laughs> This is a full, it's a full, yeah. Kanye goes off on the Jews and then the Jews respond by making a diss track. <laughs> it's so Could you funny. imagine, as you know what they say, they treated, they treated the prophets the same way. <laughs> Isaiah was like, stop worshiping idols. And they were like, I can worship Baal if I want to. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, was that, was that anti-Semitic? No, I just don't know how to build on a, on a joke about Old Testament, uh, Diss tracks. I Do you want to know what I learned tell me. the other day? Tell me what you've learned yesterday, Patrick. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, do you know what the word Semite means? Yeah, it means it's like a group of people. Yes. Do you know what that group of people is? It's it's, all, it's more encompassing than just the Jewish people. Isn't oh, it? it's so much more encompassing. So, the, the yeah. Jewish people is a sub is a subsect of the Israelites. So like they're Jews because they're descended from and Judah. Israelites are a subsect of Hebrews because yes, not every because Hebrew the, is an Israelite. Yeah. So the Israelites are, are descendants from Israel, and then. The Their Semites. great-grandfathers are, are, are Hebrews who are descended from Heber, and, and, and Abraham was like the sixth-generation Hebrew, so there are like even more Hebrews than that, and Heber was a descendant of Shem, and Shem which is where we get the word Semite. Semite. Shemite is Semite. Yeah, I did know about that. So like everybody yeah. in the Bible is a Semite, and like I most think... people in the Middle East are Semitic. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Uh, his name in the Bible, I'm pretty sure, isn't it Eber, not Heber? Probably. I call him Eber because it's fun to say Eberus when you're leading Eberus. a Bible study with people. That always blows their brain open. You're like, yeah, you read through the list. They're like, oh, this list is boring. And I'm like, wait, let me tell you about these guys. Check let me tell out. you about Lamech, you know? And then they, yeah, man. And then they start losing their minds. They're like, oh, oh. That I, yeah. <laughs> Patrick just soy, soy jacked at the crucifix. I, was, I didn't. I forgot there was a crucifix behind me at the yeah. soy jack thing. I want to post uh, a meme. Uh, it's so stupid, but I want to do like this: the soy jack face, the pog with the empty tomb. But no, not with the empty tomb. But it's like this is how. Uh, like either I haven't decided who I'm going to do it with, but it's like this is how your guardian angel looks when he's talking about you, and it's like the. <laughs> This is my guy, you know? Um, I was going to do this is how God looks when he's talking about you, but I was like, God, who does God talk to? You know, like... God doesn't talk to anybody. <laughs> I mean, he, he does talk is. to people, but like... <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyway, guardian angels, definitely, they talk, though. They, guardian they, angels, definitely. They gather around the about. water cooler, you know? They're like... Like, you heard my what my guy did? You heard my guy's podcast? Yeah. <laughs> they're all That's talking true. about their... They're all talking about their guys' podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all start a podcast talking about their guys' podcast. <laughs> their their podcast is just them sitting and intellecting because they yes. can't produce. Vo- they they're not they're spiritual, so they don't produce sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome Naturally. back to Angel Talk. <laughs> we their 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 uh, their podcast is the only one that you don't have to download. It just gets infused into your intellect. Yeah. <laughs> 
they looked at a microphone and they knew everything that there was to know about <laughs> podcasting. They they perceived it. Inherently. They perceived it. Dude, love love ripping jokes about the angelic intellect on the show. That's really <laughs> what we're here for, huh? Yo, what if like you weren't a composite of parts and were just like a completely into integral uh, uh, being, just of pure spirit? I don't know. That would be kind of cringe, don't you think? <laughs> Man, I love. <laughs> <laughs> Do the Soyjack Chad meme yeah. where it's like the Soyjack is like, I love being made of composite parts. And then <laughs> and then the Chad angel is yeah. like, I'm, the I'm pure spirit. The soy human and the Chad angel. That's funny. That's good. That's good. Yeah. The Chad biblical angel. We have a I'm lot sure going someone. for us, I think. Why, yeah, I think. why don't people give us millions of dollars to execute on our ideas? If we just if they just if they just hooked us up to one of those bathtubs from Minority Report and we just generate what would we do in the bathtubs from Minority Report? Are you implying that we would be a precog? Do we would just generate memes? We just generate memes <laughs> instead of anticipating murders. <laughs> we anticipate memes. Oh, man. And then people make those memes. Yeah, and then Tom Cruise has to get deployed to make it as fast <laughs> as he possibly can before someone dies. Uh, oh, that's funny, man. Good movie, Minority Report. It is, yeah. It. it was a little bit... Uh, I watched it with Emma. Um, I don't think she enjoyed it. I actually did not enjoy it as much as I had hoped that I would. No? It let me down compared to other action sci-fi that I've seen in my life. Um, there was that one scene where he's hiding in the tub. That's pretty cool. Not the tub with the precogs, but the tub, the ice bath to hide from the oh, heat-seeking sure. robots. That's, that's a pretty, cool. That's a cool scene. It's but a cool bit. The rest of the movie, I don't know about that. I don't like how they have automated transportation and it's all just a bunch of cars going real fast instead of just kind of fast. Yeah. It does make for a cool action sequence, though. It does. The cars it makes do for... Go up, they go straight up vertical. Yeah, because they're on magnet tracks. Crazy how we we like know about magnets. We haven't done much with them. Not much at all. Yeah, kind of embarrassing. No. I think it's because we decided to go the cell phone and credit card route, and yeah. so Instead creating just... an infrastructure based on magnets would probably be shooting ourselves in the foot a little bit. I think we, if I could, you have drop a... your phone on the ground and everything gets wiped from it. <laughs> I think uh, uh, people say like, if I had a time machine, I'd go back. I would see, you know, I'd kill Hitler. Or I would, you know, see. Um, you know, John F. Kennedy assassination, or I would... You would go see it? Well, I would go check out the grassy knoll, you know? Sure. Like, I would, I would, I don't know, maybe I would influence events. Maybe I would shoot the guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald, allegedly. Um, but, you know... <laughs> Sorry, but, he's not going to sue you. I know, but if I went back in time, I would say, I would, I would become the father of the guy who invents the cell phone. Mm-hmm. And I would say, oh, gosh, <laughs> what? adopt him. I would adopt him. somehow. Yeah. I would become his dad. And I'd be like, man, cell phones are such a stupid idea. I can't believe anybody would ever want a phone in their pocket. You know, what we really need magnet powered transportation. <laughs> and, and then I would say things like, hey, son, you know, I've, you know, I'll always love you as long as you invent magnet powered transportation. And I, I would I would manipulate him and then I would get what I want and then I would come back to the future and I would feel no guilt at all because I would be riding around in magnet powered transportation. You you would you would he, he would like be building like a little soup can string phone and yeah. you cut the wire and you go you you were God intended us to talk to the people we were standing next to. This is a magnet technology family. We don't okay. deal in, in in cellular transmission of data. <laughs> You play with your magnets. Sit down. Toss those rocks in the air that you get at the at the thing. They go. I need you to throw those rocks. You just you just find a dead squirrel. You bring in and be like, "Do you see this, son? This squirrel choked on your cell phone. This is what happens when we have cell phones." (laughs) He sees. He comes home and he finds his son like hiding under the blanket, tinkering with electronics. And he's like, I thought I told you a thousand times. Like, no, dad, please don't. And then he just pins him up to the wall with two magnets with like on his shirt. <laughs> he's just hanging there. Like, I'm going to leave you there. Think about what you've done. So you decide to be, we're the Magnetrons. That's our family name. You're not going to betray our family. <laughs> and then he like meets a girl who loves cell phones and they like sneak out and then they, they kill, kill themselves because they fall in love, you know. 
Oh, uh, like Romeo and Juliet. Like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So that's what I would do if I had a time machine, though. Sure. Yeah. What I would do if I had a time machine is I would go back in time and I would stop that guy from writing those books that I found on Amazon. <laughs> and, and then you would write them? No, I would oh, not. Oh. I would prevent them from being written. I'm thinking about doing... I. I watched a video once on YouTube that was someone reading a really bad Amazon book. Yeah. It was kind of funny, but it's hard to like translate that kind of media criticism to video. Like it's hard to it's hard to goof on a book, you yeah. know, on video. Yeah. Um, it's always it's why I find podcasts about the classics to be very strange or like yeah. YouTube reviews of books are very mm-hmm. weird. It's just like I feel like the only format to properly critique or comment on a book is in a book or in an article. Yeah, writing, yeah, yeah, is writing. Do you want to hear the book uh, no. description? Yes. Okay, you don't. Yes, okay. I do. Yes, I do. Tell me. Okay. Read it to me now, please. So, for those of you who don't know, new segment if you're not alert. On the Discord. If you're not on the Discord, bit.ly/slash/crunch/discord. This morning, I was listening to a podcast and I posted in the Book Nook channel. I found out through Take a Shot, the Cal Newport podcast, that there <laughs> there are people who make like middle class incomes just writing pulp fiction books on amazon didn't you say seven figure incomes there are a few people making seven figure incomes that's not but i mean it's about as it's that i mean there are a sizable number of people making middle class incomes sure sure sure. i get you so like it's about as distributed as any as any uh industry but this guy said if you can write two to ten thousand words a day Mm -hmm. and pump out a novel every month you can basically so like if you if you did it like a soap opera and you planned your content from you know January see I, I I've already thought you've about already it thought it all through I was I, worried yeah. that we would talk about this today on the show I, I knew you, like, it would if you come like up. planned if you planned like a, a year of of books from January to December and you just like cranked them out anyway so they get super specific the one that I heard about was called uh, a unicorn western which is a western in which unicorns exist sure cowboy book with unicorns yes the one I that know. I found is a father Tom, a father uh, a father Tom mystery series it's a father Brown okay. ripoff um, uh-huh. and here and he's published since 2020 he's published 28 of these books Wow with his wife so him and his wife just write these books cute Together. little thing yeah. you know that's, um, that's probably a really great way to do it because you probably produce more the name of the game here is, is quality. And then the first book is free. So you uh-huh. go read it if you want. Nice. And then once you get hooked, the next book is five bucks. And so uh-huh. essentially you have, a, you have a repeat customer. It's like a marketing funnel. It is very much like a sales funnel. My wife died in my arms. The victim of a nameless killer's bullet. Are you reading the I description now? Or you yeah, just, did yeah. you just segue this, into monologue? The, <laughs> <laughs> no, my wife is alive. <laughs> this, is the, this is the description. <laughs> I should have died with her, but God had other plans for me. <sighs> Fifteen years later, I'm back where it all happened. I just want to forget, but my past won't leave me alone. Mm. Now I'm asking a woman who I left brokenhearted 20 years before to catch my wife's killer. I'm Father Tom Greer, a Catholic priest, and I'm playing with fire. <laughs> um, so that's... Nice. If you want to know where this where this goes to... So he has um, sex with the lady, right? Yeah. So I think... Certainly. 15 years later, after his wife is dead, he meets a woman that he left brokenhearted 20 years earlier. So I don't actually, I don't actually know, but yeah. they catch his wife's killer in the second, by the second book. Oh, um, then what? Then, young, then they just go gallivanting about Italy? Yeah. So, I, I, no, it's Florida. They, they live, it's a priest in Florida. The Italy of America. Yeah, in in the in the fourth, I read a bunch of the descriptions today because I was uh-huh. like, I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about it today. Oh uh, yeah. With the Archbishop's blessing, Helen and I are spending Lent building a relationship built on love without physical intimacy. And yes, it's as hard as it sounds. So the priest is like cringe, blessed by his Archbishop to like form a rela- bad Archbishop. Yeah, this can happen in, though. What? I mean, I could see this happening. That's fair. Then in book number five. Um, after the astonishing news from the Archbishop, Helen and I are looking forward to possibly having a life together as husband and wife. That is, if the Holy Father grants me permission. Um, so they're awaiting word from the Vatican, getting to know each other deeper. So, like, obviously, these books are not about the um, these books are not about the mysteries. In Book Six, the Holy Father grants them permission to get married, and it captures the imagination of the entire world. Does it? At, finally, after having to hide their relationship from all but a few close friends and one particular six-year-old girl, Tom and Helen, <laughs> Tom and Helen can finally openly proclaim love for each other. So the only people who knew were their close friends and the six-year-old girl. Uh huh. Um, 
So anyway, that's uh, that's the Father Tom. I will not be reading. You're not gonna. No. I mean, in order to buy the entire series, all you have to do is pay uh, 135 bucks. What a gift! I mean, that's entertainment forever. Just do that, but swap out a couple of characters. Actually, just just steal his manuscript, please, and then just change some adjectives and some nouns, and then make the main character um, uh, a young man who's seeking to conquer and lift and achieve and ascend and become (laughs) and if you and if you can kind of do that and then in his quest he eventually like meets kind of a uh i'm gonna stop there i'm not gonna yeah i think there there might be there might be a market for like you know there's absolutely a market for trad boy fan fiction where they get trad to, boy fan fiction where they get to like live makes, out their fantasy of becoming a knight that conquers basically the trick with the trick with trad boy fan fiction would be though you have to figure out a way to make it feel like they're reading a high level book without actually requiring them to have a high level book i know you got to like throw big words that everyone knows but they feel special about knowing yes. like hypostatic union or transubstantiation yeah or tremendous you got to put that in there I could do it. You could do it. Going to. I mean, that's the that's the best way to make the money in this space. I think. You think so? Oh yeah. Just, just grifty. I could do it. I could use a pen name. You could put and you could put a guy in a knight knight's armor on the front, and then kind of a little weak, limp wristed man next to him, and then and then like some dumbbells, and you'll sell a million copies. What's the What's the plot of the first book? The plot of the first book. Yeah. Is this boy? Yeah. This like uh, this incel. high school, yeah, high school incel who he like, loves computers and anime, and he hates Women. the high school youth group. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he the um the the boomer priest the, the first scene is he's getting yelled at because he knelt down and received communion on the tongue. This is great already. All right, Good that's job. the first scene. Well done. Thank you. Yes. So it's already it's already like massaging the confirmation bias. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. does happen. What it if that happened to me? I can't believe that happened to me now. And so it's just a, a series of like you know it, it's like it's like Ready Player One where the character really has no flaws and he just overcomes every obstacle in front of him very easily. And he gets the hot girl at the end. Yeah, that'll be what it is. And then um, so the 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 girl that he is pining after doesn't love him until she converts to catholicism and starts veiling because he convinced mm, her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice, nice and then you gotta like then then they discern then she has to discern in the next book she's gonna discern religious life and it's gonna be like oh no what do i do but i think at some point you have to introduce the idea then he starts a blog that gets really big and he gets invited on the jordan peterson well, i was gonna say maybe more so like he gets he he becomes friends with a secret society of strong men. He gets invited out to their camp, like a week long retreat. And he sees them all lifting. He's like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we're out here to, to conquer evil and protect our families. He's like, what from? He's like, the forces of evil have become incarnate. Demons are literally walking the earth. We use these axes and swords to kill them with our hands. And Uh then, and then, (laughs) so that's kind of what he does now is he trains and he fights with these men. Yeah. uh, In different beautiful locations right mm-hmm. and the the best part is patrick you know what you can do what? these demons that have become incarnate you can just make them liberals and so <laughs> <laughs> so now you just have this cracks it wide open you can go to protests on college campuses you have these dudes just slice these people open you can have it, but but and the nice thing is at the they're end of people they're not people and so you can do whatever you want and uh and they're not there's not the proud boys they're not the proud boys like no. they're not no. No, they're not using tiki torches. They're using uh, uh, swords and, <laughs> and axes. And then I can take the email list that I develop and I can just hand it to the FBI. It's like, go nuts, guys. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Anyway, it's just a little little something, something that we cooked up in the lab, you know? <laughs> the people we know who lean that way would see right through it. They'd be like, correct. Is, yeah. <laughs> but I could see. I have, I have, I have friends who are, you know. Yeah, let's say right of center. Uh huh. And they it's would me. see that, and they'd be like, "This is this is uh, this is bait." That's yeah. bait right there. <laughs> yeah, it's bait. Oh, well, you know that's it for today. I think what this what this what this excursion into uh, into um, learning about 
<laughs> the wonderful world of Kindle Direct Publishing has taught me is that I'm definitely going to finish writing that mailman book, and I'm definitely going to do it in three parts and publish it in three parts. I'm really excited for you. I'm de- like I, I decided that I was like, this is definitely going to be a thing. I'm not going to I'm not going to sell it for a buck ninety nine on Kindle. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I'm gonna sell it for more, but because I think it's worth more. I think it's a better <laughs> it's a better thing. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think like all these like all these like little little novel projects I want to do. Mm-hmm. I have like a bunch of them. It's easier than finding a publisher and an agent and all that stupid stuff, and then you don't you lose a little bit of control over your. Yeah, we'll just do it do it personally. We we have an audience. Why not? Yeah, that's fair. Vote on your phones now. Would you buy a book from me, <laughs> Patrick? I don't think you need the audience's approval. I think you should write the book. Well, yeah, writing the book is like a hobby thing, but then buying it is a different thing entirely. No one, you gotta, you gotta write it knowing that nobody might buy it. It needs to be out of passion and not out of, out of money. Not passion's dumb. Oh, I see you, you, unlike myself, are not an artiste. (laughs) I'm not a taste maker. Do you know, do you know how many years I podcasted at a loss? Yeah. Six and a half. Neither of us did. (laughs) You're acting like I made money on the podcast. (laughs) But you didn't. You have a queen size bed and I don't. So explain that to me. You have two fulls in your house. Just put them together. They were donated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so we're we're in a bit of a time crunch. We have Ah. have exactly 20 minutes before you have a a meeting that you can't miss. So we're at a bit of a crossroads. Mm -hmm. We can either do a very short topic and a very short Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner, or we can jump right to Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner and the patrons of the week and the review of the week and then uh and then just end the show a little early let's do that because people really like dr Zaning corner they do why half-ass two things just full Full ass one one thing put our whole butt to the grindstone yes not just the crack both cheeks (laughs) both cheeks okay shine me up um i want to i want you to be able to bounce a quarter off that thing yeah buddy all right so uh Thank you to the patrons who make this possible. First of all, to Grace. <laughs> right after that, we'll just <laughs> thanks you make to all it, the patrons. You make it possible that I get to hold my <laughs> rear end to a grindstone. Thank you for donating five to ten dollars a month. We did a topicless episode last week. We did, and uh, <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of in a. Not to say that we're. I think we're gonna have a great topic next week. Can I just say that? But my but my my wife listened. She was like, it was really good. Oh. I didn't even notice. She was like, she was like, we. I got to the end, and it was like, I was like, it's the end already. Yeah, I think that's what I, I'm. I'm open to doing more of that because if we're going to be a comedy podcast, we can't talk about serious topics all the <laughs> this time. Is dumb. Yeah, but we can every once in a while. Yeah, we can get a little serious sometimes. We can. We when can one of us gets canceled on... on Twitter, we can address it. But other than that, this. <laughs> I don't think that's good. So thank you to our patrons who make this possible. Uh, Grace, you have become a $10 a month patron, and Joe Mama became a $10 patron. No, I'm just kidding. He's just regular His Joe. His name is Joe. His name is just Joe. Joe and Grace, you guys became $10 patrons. Why would someone give us $10 a month, Ethan? Well, because we do a video bonus podcast every single week that goes up on our Patreon page. Crazy. Uh, and you can access every episode, can't you? You can, which is, at this point, 11 hours of... Of bonus video content, uh, not to mention probably another, you know, 10, maybe 15, another 15 hours of Crunch Lunch bonus content. And we save the best stuff for the for the video bonus podcast. Absolutely, maybe. we do. Like this week, we talked about uh, the me, I, I've infiltrated my parish, uh, yeah. my parish's discernment team for how they're going to make the parish a more based on discipleship. And Patrick how and we're going to make the parish more based. We, Patrick and I discussed for, for about 45 minutes how to make the parish based again, uh, which is the platform <laughs> that I'm running on to become the discernment council president. I'm going to become the president of discernment of my parish. I'm going to become the CEO of based. Uh, so, okay, thanks for Thank thanks you for Grace, supporting thanks, us. Joe, for supporting us on the pod, supporting the podcast. If you think this episode is worth two bucks, if you think that a bonus podcast is worth two bucks, if you think that the crunch lunch is worth a dollar. Give us $5 a month. Give us $10 a month. You'll get access to all those things. Um, yeah, and it's it's a lot of extra content. We love making it, so we want you to have it. So we want you to give us $10 so we can give you things. But if you can't support us on Patreon, we totally understand the best way to support us for free 
the absolutely best way to support us for free, like seriously, if you do this, it will actually help, yes. is by leaving a review on iTunes. iTunes, iTunes on Apple review, Podcasts. Apple Pod. This one comes from GKHVT. Woohoo! Uh, so great. I've only been listening to this podcast for about a month, but man, do I love it. It's so entertaining and keeps me engaged. It's definitely the best young adult Catholic podcast. Oh. I'm recommending it to all of my friends. Thanks, GKHVT, That's for brand. recommending this podcast to all of your friends. That's how people hear about it. All right, they don't they don't find it on Twitter. They don't find it on on podcast app. They just get it from their, their they they listen to a friend on the bus cackling their little pants off. They see someone at the gym almost drop weights on their face because they can't hold in their. They can't claws. hold it in, and they go, "What are you listening to? Their sport?" And he goes, "Well, I'm listening to the well. See, I'm listening to the number one comedy Catholic podcast, huh? It's only only a nickel down at the <laughs> corner store." <laughs> Everyone from the 40s talked like this. They did. Nah. Yeah. They threw I, sh- the ah, I shook Frank Sinatra's hand. Okay. I watched Ocean's 13. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was about to say, that's a bit of an Ocean's 13 <laughs> reference. I didn't realize I had watched it already. Yeah. I had watched Ocean's 13 I didn't, I, before I watched Ocean's 12. Why did you watch Ocean's 13 before you watched Ocean's 12? I think Ocean's 13 was on Netflix by itself for a while. The order is very clear in the numbering that they <laughs> use for the movies. Whatever happened to Ocean's 10? I just need to start. We need a prequel movie. Have you seen Ocean's 12? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. I'm not going to mention the other one because people keep saying I keep mentioning it. But I'm Ocean's not... 11? He, I didn't you, say anything. you said it, not me. So I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> they are good films. I... I love, I love, I love the trope. It happened in all three movies, I think. Yeah. One character gets arrested, the camera zooms in, and they just go. Little smile. Little, little smirk. smile. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was all and part of the like, plan. Of course we know it's part of the plan. It's yeah. always part of the plan. It's always plan. part of the plan. Nothing ever goes wrong when Danny Nothing Ocean goes... is helming the ship. And then when something does go wrong, they can fix it immediately. Like they can do Photoshop on people's mugshots in real time I do, as it's I being do uploaded that. yeah like, that's kind of crazy what program are you using <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though you didn't have to save as jpeg you know anyway i mean right. that's not the most unrealistic thing that happens in that movie they they literally get the drill that dug the channel and they get it both underneath. of them <laughs> they get both of them and they put them underneath the strip in las vegas so as to cause an earthquake <laughs> it's just I, <laughs> It's such a good film. It's, it's such so, a good movie. It's so funny. You were right in the in the in the in the Discord. It's like if you if you look at it and not as a heist movie, but as an indie comedy, it's great. Absolutely. <laughs> You're illegally a midget in all thirty four states. Yeah, I can beat your butt and all I can beat your ass in all other thirty four. <laughs> Twenty thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> There's one scene in Ocean's Twelve where they're like Who's Ruben asks, who's on the $100 bill? And someone says, John Travolta. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. All right. We got to go to Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner because there are people that really need our help. Really, really need our help. All right. You came to the right place, you ding dong. It's called communication, baby. Anonymous female cruncher. Give ah. her a cool name. Care. I was gonna say Karen. That's a little bit too close to home. Uh, how about Christy? Christy. I'm a 25 year old female. I live in a small town, an hour outside a big city. I work for a church and recently attended a diocesan ministers event with some of my fellow gal friends who also work for the church. Here's where the spice comes in. I'm ready. That's what she said, not me. Uh, near dinner time, I got talking with this guy who works Ooh. for the diocese. What's his name? His name is Ryan. Christy and Ryan. He's probably about 33 exclamation points or question marks. I was just chatting with him as a more professional, but then when my friend sat down for dinner, he kind of came along with us. I wasn't Ooh. mad, just kind of surprised. Ooh. We all had a good conversation at dinner, but my spidey sense for romantic interest was picking up potential interest. My girlfriend said that she saw it too. This is all fine and good. But now I have no idea how to connect with him because we don't see each other on a regular basis. I don't have Facebook, so I tried to connect with him on LinkedIn, but he hasn't accepted that yet. I have his work email, but that seems weird. There's a potential I could see him again at a diocesan event within the next couple of months, but I guess I'm not sure how to make another move or if I should. Dr. Ethan, what's your prognosis? People use that word wrong. I love it. I love it. Is this a relationship doomed to stay? How about this? How about this? How about this? Pognosis. 
What's your prognosis? <laughs> is, there, is this relationship doomed to stay merely professional, or is it worth doing something slightly embarrassing to myself to put myself out there? Serious or goofs? How can I connect with this man? I'm not sure if I am hoping that this man does or does not listen to the pod. Yeah, this might help you if he listens I to know. the pod. I, I don't think it's that crazy to email the work email. I don't think so either. I don't think that's crazy. Be like, hey, I'm the girl that you talked to at the event. Um, I would love to get coffee sometime. When are you free? Yeah, it's like... That's so normal. It's super not a big deal because, okay, you you met him at a diocesan event. Yeah. You found his diocesan email on the diocesan website. That yes. makes sense. Yeah. It's not like you know? it's not like you bumped into him on the train and then used a facial recognition software to like <laughs> figure out who he was and where he worked and then yeah. emailed him at his work. It's like you met him at a, at a work thing. Yeah. So like that's not crazy. Have his work. That's fine. Um, you just give him your number. He reaches out. It's fine. Yeah. Exactly. I. I, yeah, I would, you're totally good. I would say email him. Email him and say, hey, uh, this. Here's here's the text. Transcribe this exactly as I say it and deviate not from the script, please. <laughs> dear Ryan. Insert whatever. You gotta say the fake name. Yeah. And dear Ryan. Hello. My name is Christy. I loved looking at your eyes <laughs> during the t- when we were together. Uh-huh. Period. Enter. Please take this as a token of my interest in you. Not Mail only, him a used handkerchief. <laughs> not only as a physical being, but as a spiritual one as well. Period. Enter. Would you care to imbibe with me? Question mark. Enter. My phone number is, insert your phone number. Enter. I only take calls when the sun is up. Dot, dot, dot. In Christ, Christy. That way you're kind of, you leave a little mysterious. Yeah, just, you're very forward. You're like, sure. I like you physically, but maybe I like you spiritually. Ooh, uh, and and he knows when to call you. So, what do you think, Pat? I think that's good advice. I think we have time for another Doctor Ethan Zany corner. Do we have another question? I mean, we have so many. Awesome, we'll just burn through them. Christy, just email him. It's not weird. You're doing great. Yeah, it's super not weird. You can totally do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't have your contact info. Nobody so checks LinkedIn good. if they have a job. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unless you're like in sales. So like I use LinkedIn pretty often. Unless mm. you're in sales or you have to do some type of outbound marketing or whatever, nobody looks at LinkedIn, especially not someone who works for the church. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I I I forget that I have one all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um yeah, I make all my professional contacts are just Does he have a Twitter? Through. Is he funny? It's, Get, put his put his Twitter. His Twitter in respond to this with his Twitter. Because you might we the the crunch the crunch community on bit.ly slash crunch, crunch discord, discord might uh, might veto your desire. We might spot guy. some red flags. Yeah, we might say, hey, this guy, hey, uh, that is uh, that is a uh, uh, white supremacy symbol on his Twitter. I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> you never know these days. You never know. Uh, Tweet anonymous from 2015 female cruncher talking about how much he loves Kanye's new album. It's like, ooh, oh, hello. <laughs> Anonymous female cruncher. She's 25. He's 26. Age her, gap's too big. Her name is Natalie. Mm-hmm. And his name is Brad. Portman. Oh, okay. Oh, Portman. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Any thoughts on the woman being the first to break the touch barrier <laughs> beyond the occasional goodbye hug? For context, we've been going on dating. General, General, she's getting too close to the touch barrier. We have to slow down. The ship will break. <laughs> It's the first scene from Top Gun, but it, <laughs> they're getting too uh, close Isn't to the, the touch, touch barrier, barrier. The, the, the thing at SeaWorld where you can... <laughs> splash zone, Patrick. Oh, okay. I'm wrong. Is it wrong for the woman to be the first one to break the splash zone? <laughs> Is it wrong for the first woman, the woman to be the first one to go into the petting zoo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's a two-way petting zoo? Uh, <laughs> you pet the animals, they pet you back. I don't forget what that's from, but I love that, that joke. Is funny. Um, <laughs> for context, we've been going on dates the last couple of months. He hasn't held my hand or kissed me. What? He's had ample opportunity to make a move and yet nothing. I'm a little thrown off slash frustrated because he seems to be enjoying himself on dates. Dang. He's even recently been starting to call me more. Oh. I'm attracted to him and I'm worried that maybe he is attracted to me. I need a male perspective. Please help. Um, also, something of note, he shared with me that he's never had his first kiss and both of us have dated around, but uh, I've never been in a serious relationship. Gotcha. Fairness. 
Gotcha. He's just nervous. He's, he's nervous. Never done it before. I think he this have is no game. this is this is a great opportunity for us to break out the old catchphrase. Let me get it out of its case, dust it off, oil the gears, and deploy it at this moment. It's all about communication. Break up baby. with him. Oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think, Don't do that. I think this is a great opportunity for you to exercise your communication bones. Uh, <laughs> not not by breaking the touch barrier with them, but by moving your your skull and your mouth and your jaw. And Before you start moving your mouth, you got to start moving your mouth. That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got to always get consent verbally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> move that mouth before you move that mouth. But preferably in writing. Yes. Move that hand. With a, with a detailed itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> you got to talk about it. And I think, especially if, if this would be different if it was two weeks in and you're still kind of in that like feeling each other out phase. I mean, you guys obviously aren't feeling anything out right now. But, Ayo. <laughs> but since you've been dating for a couple of months... And you're talking on the phone and there seems to be no interest in either of you to like slow down. I think what you have a right to to go up to this man, Brad, and say, Bradley, <laughs> I feel as if you don't love me. Aw. Why don't why don't you break the touch barrier with me? Mate. <laughs> <laughs> But it's Brit. It's Britain, so they they'll say something weird. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll have like a weird word for it. Yeah. Why don't like, you? Ki- why don't you? Why why don't you be in a touchy loo? Huh? <laughs> why don't you? <laughs> why what? aren't you giving me the sticky wicket? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's something. Might else just mess around that. and title the episode real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel uncomfortable. Let me just Google that and make sure. Yeah, it's I, think, <laughs> I don't know. Sticky wickets. Oh, it's a difficult or delicate problem or situation. It is a thing. <laughs> you just go up to him and say, my name's Natalie. Your name's Brad. Uh, is there something wrong with me? Am I not appealing mm-hmm. to you? Is my skin the wrong shade? Oily? Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, not like that. Like, do I need oh. to, Am I too pale? You know, like, do I need to... Oh, sure. My complexion's not right? Uh, but I think just No, say, not that direction. The other direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just say, hey... Uh, this is something that I've noticed. This is kind of my expectation for where relationships are at kind of by this point. I know you've never kissed someone. I'm willing to kiss you right now if it means we can get over this bridge. I'm willing nice. to offer you one, one in. kiss in exchange for you to hold my hand up to three, three times per week. Um. Oh, uh, a great, I mean, I think culturally accepted way for a woman to break the kiss barrier is kiss him on the cheek. That's good. When you say goodnight, just kind of like up on your little tiptoes and then just... It's adorable. And then run away. And then if Love he stops it. you and pulls you close, you know, you're like, yes. Yeah. I did it. Um, the so archbishop either, has given his permission. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I either talk to him, kiss him on the cheek. You can hold his hand. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like just because men are supposed to be the quote unquote initiators does not mean that you can never initiate anything. I think if you want to hold his hand, you can. Yeah, I will say one time I asked a girl if I could hold her hand, and she said that was lame that I asked. And yeah, that's how I knew that the relationship wasn't going to last. And so you know what I did, Ethan? Right then and there, you I dated her, her for another week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I held Emma's hand on the first date. I was very confident. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I actually held Emma's hand before we were dating when I was on a dating fast. So. Ooh. Yeah. Moving moving a little. That's what they call it, dating fast. I know, right? Moving, seek, moving a little fast. 2019, there. if you saw me with some girl, it was probably Emma, and we were not dating. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. That's awesome. Dude. I know. It, young love, am I right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're in our 20s. <laughs> All right. I was good. talking to a friend. I was talking to a friend about this, and yeah. he was like, you've been podcasting for six years. I was like, yeah. And he's like, so you could be doing this for your your, your whole career. And I was like, yeah. He was like, "You're you're gonna be the old men of podcasting when you're 30." Yes, that's <laughs> yeah, the dream. Right. That's where I want to be. <laughs> We're gonna be like all oh, these new kids that don't remember what it was like back when you could just you know make a make a joke on Twitter.com and <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> can't make jokes these is. days. <laughs> now that Elon owns Twitter, I think we can make jokes again. <laughs> a little girl ran up to him and said, "Thank you, Elon, for making Twitter free again." And then she saluted. And Does cried. he own Twitter? He's buying it. it I don't think I don't it's. Know. 
it the it's hap- the buy the purchase is happening. It just these things it's take time. It's gone back and forth so much. It's gone back and forth literally one time. Oh. The I media there was recently where he like filled out the wrong form. Yeah, where did you read that on Twitter? No. Suspicious. It seems a little sussy. No, I didn't hear about it on Twitter. It's like you're reading it on Twitter. <laughs> No, I didn't. That's crazy. <laughs> I, That's I, I don't follow from social media. I don't. I don't follow anyone enough to get that. I read one news website, and it is the pillar. Why don't you read the Associated Press like me, an adult? You just read the Associated Press the, feed. The A in AP stands for adult. <laughs> the adult. The, the adult press. It's not what it sounds like. <laughs> nope. Patrick, this is a good podcast. You have a meeting in one minute. I want to make sure yep. you get out of here on time. Do you have anything else for the people? Wait, before you say anything else for the people, bit.ly slash crunch discord, patreon.com slash the crunch. We would love for you to be a part of our community, either our patron community, get all of that extra bonus content, 50 plus hours of bonus content, or our discord community where there's conversations about sports, movies, books, uh, things that people do to make themselves more human, prayer requests. We do lots of bits, jokes, goofs, and gags. You definitely want to be a part of it. It's the greatest Catholic community on the internet. That being said, Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Hi, bro. You're joining the Discord, isn't it? Gonna hop in the Thames. <laughs> Bit of a sticky wicket, isn't it? Eat a... Eat a... Eat a... Eat a banger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we'll see you all next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.